Grace to you and peace from God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I don't know if you've ever picked up on this, but I love history. I just do. I always have. I've loved history, and I do. I love reading about history. I love reading biographies and other things. I love reading about how things came to be. I just love history. I even love church history, but not just the church in general, even things like LCMS history, reading about those first German Lutherans that came over, that that desperately needed leadership, and who was it that stepped up except for a man by the name of C.F.W. Walter? We all know that name, or at least a lot of us do, because way back when, that was what we called our youth programs. We called them the Walter League, named right after C.F.W. Walter, the very first president of what is now the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. How wonderful is that? I also love even histories about specific churches. Think about the history of here, the history of Sam Prairie. How many of you, and I'm not going to ask for a raise of hands, but how many of you could probably talk about stories about how this church got started, not because you read it in a book like I did, But because you knew somebody, whether it was a relative or somebody who told you that story, because either they had lived it or they were a child when somebody else told them and it was handed down, it was passed down. How many of you, if you went downstairs to the archives, would see your name staring back at you all the way back from 1877 when this church was founded? Maybe even just back to when we built this church, the cornerstone still out there, easily visible from 1938. How many of us could go back and trace some of our roots to the history of the church? The foundation that was built, that started here, that still is maintained. How often, as I read through history books, do I see things that don't go quite as well, though? Things where, where people get distracted. They, they, they have these ideas, they have these principles, they have, dare I say, these foundational things that they try to implement. But you know how it is when you have an idea over here, but then when you start to live it out, well, the way it gets lived out is maybe a little different. And then over time, all too often what happens is things that should never be your foundation or the foundation end up being the foundation. And it's interesting from a historical perspective, but let's be honest, it happens even in our own lives sometimes. How often have we been doing one thing after another, after another, and after a while we have to sit down and we have to say, you know what, there's something going on here. Somehow something's moved and it's out of whack. Something that should not be foundational is now foundational. My schedule is being governed by something that should never be, something that shouldn't govern it. Something that shouldn't be in control. How often have we lost sight of the very principles and foundations that we believe are foundational? That we believe are the very principles that we should build and establish our lives? How often have we found ourselves going in a different direction? Living out a different ideal? Because we lost sight of our principles. We lost sight of our foundations. And as we reflect upon that, let us turn our attention to the epistle lesson today. 
the epistle lesson of the book of Revelation, the very first chapter. And there, in those pages, in those words, we get an image of Christ Jesus. And it's an image that we're not quite accustomed to. It's an image that, quite frankly, is intimidating. It's intimidating because all too often when we think of Christ Jesus, we think of the meek and suffering Savior. We think of the one who is beaten, who has suffered for our sake, who is nailed to the cross for you and for me. And that's a good image. But sometimes we almost put on the back burner that Jesus Christ is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And so today, as we read through this book of Revelation, as we read through this very first chapter, we see an image of Christ that we're not used to. An image of Christ coming with the clouds. With Christ, His his face emblazoned almost, brighter than the sun. His eyes like fire, a sword coming from His mouth, and we're just not quite used to it. Christ is the Lord. He is the Lord of lords. He is the King of kings. He is the very foundation of the church. He is the very foundation. In fact, if we were to keep reading in the book of Revelation just a little bit further, another chapter or two, we would find that Jesus instructs John to write letters to the seven churches in Asia. And in those letters, Jesus spells out ways in which these other churches have given up their foundation. They have forgotten who they are. They need to be reminded again that their foundation is not found in in what they want. Their foundation is not found in some other teacher, but is found only in Jesus and Him alone. He is the foundation. He's the foundation not just for the church then, but for the church of the future. He is the very foundation of all. And so Jesus is the Lord of lords. He is the God of gods. He is the King of kings. He is the Alpha and the Omega. And you know, our church, established back in 1877, has a great history, unique history. Our church was set on Christ Jesus. This church was established on the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. It was established with Christ Jesus as our foundation. The foundation not just for then, but the foundation for the future. Now things adjust, things happen over time. Do you think in 1877 they ever dreamed, ever dreamed of projecting the words onto a screen? It's doubtful. Even to put that into further perspective for you, The very first conservative Lutheran hymnal that was published in the United States was published in 1878, one year later. This church was established before the very first conservative Lutheran hymnal was published in the States. Now, it doesn't mean they didn't have other hymnals. doesn't mean that they didn't even have German hymnals and others from Germany or other places. I'm sure they did. But in America and the United States... That one wasn't published for another year after this church was established. No, they didn't know what was going to happen. They didn't know about all the various changes that come with time. But what they did know is that this church stood solidly on Christ Jesus and Him alone. And as we think about our own lives, they should reflect the same. 
Our lives have a foundation of Christ Jesus, our Lord. There's going to be other things that come into our lives. There's going to be things that come and go. There's going to be all kinds of things that happen in our lives. Absolutely. Good things. Bad things. Great things. Some things that will make us happy. Some that will make us sad. But at the end of the day, the very foundation of who we are in our life rests on Jesus Christ. For it is Him who suffered and died for us. It is Him that has given to us forgiveness of sins, a new birth of water and word. It is Him that continues, that continues to bless our church and continues to function as the foundation. So yes, our lives, our very selves, all of us, are foundation through Christ Jesus. For it is Him who gives to us forgiveness, salvation, and eternal life. In Him. Amen. And now may the peace of Christ, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.